G'day and welcome to the Carl and Don Show. I'm Carl Westchester and this is my best mate, Don Stone. How are you, Don? Uh, good, thanks. Ever since I first discovered you, sitting in a pile of piss, busking along to John Butler trio songs in Rundle Mall in Adelaide, I thought, this is a man that can be a partner. This is a man that knows life. This is a man called Mr. Stone. Don Stone. Don Stone. Yeah. What's your first name, though? John. John Don Stone. <laughs> Fuck, I can't believe I haven't asked you that. What are you going by these days? Well, there's a funny story. I might have to tell you after the little breakup here, but I got compared to Jesus by a third party today. <laughs> uh, how droll. It's kind of dope. Oh, not much. Nice to see you getting a bit of energy in there. Fuck, it's a, it's a blazing summer's day here. Oh, Sydney. man, it's so, it's so hot in here. So yeah. take off all your clothes. Uh, I already have those taken off a sort of appropriate amount, seeing as uh, we're good mates. But, you know, I wouldn't want wouldn't to go down to the bar and grill wearing that necessarily. You might get some unwanted attention. I was thinking about that um, Looney Tunes episode today with the dancing frog in it. I'm not sure if it's supposedly racist or whatever. You know, the one that's taking like, its hat off with the cane and stuff. <laughs> <as well. laughs> and like, then the guy keeps going nuts it's probably when it's um, it'll dance for him, and then he tries to show it in front of agents and shit yeah, like that. Yeah, and they won't do anything. Do it, right? All right, yeah, I remember. I was just thinking that kids these days would never relate to that shit anymore because they'd be like, "Oh, why don't they just take a picture of it with their camera phone and shit?" Totally. <laughs> I was like, I'd still be stoked on that cartoon. <laughs> well, camera Some roadrunner and shit. Camera phones have an interesting effect like that. Like, someone's pointed out that it's... The ubiquitous presence of smartphones everywhere has dealt a bit of a blow to a whole lot of UFO kind of culture. Because surely <laughs> it's like, you know, back in the 90s, all this X-File shit. It's like, oh, heaps cool. But with all these smartphones, wouldn't we have got, like, this mad, like... Oh, there it is, there it is. I got it on high, de- high definition. And everyone's seen such good Photoshop now. It's just like, you have to be so sceptical. Totally. But Roadrun is kind of like the first Grand Theft Auto in a way, I guess. It's just not interactive. It's like yeah. blowing shit up in the streets with dynamite and all this crazy shit. What do you reckon the moral of Roadrunner was? Uh, I don't know. I guess it was just this... Crime thing. doesn't pay? I think it was ironic, like this funny happy ending always happened where the Roadrunner gets away, where in real life it's just this savage fucking shit. Yeah. So it's just that one joke inflected all the time of like, oh, look what happens when we inverse the kind of chain of nature. It's sort of like, oh, we just like um, beating up the bad guy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But then it makes you think that fucking Roadrunner, like just a little smug cunt sort of getting away with it. It sort of makes you root for the coyote, so. (laughs) 
Yeah, I always um I always thought food in cartoons looked so fucking tasty. I used to get jealous of like when Pluto would get one of those big T-bone steak things that he'd just eat up and leave that little ring bone and stuff. It's so sad because I know exactly what you're talking about. And my particular favorite kind of cartoon <laughs> delicacy was uh, the boars in the Asterix comic uh, comics. <laughs> they used to kind of when they cut them up, it was like this big kind of round roast thing with the legs sticking out. Look fucking scrumptious, so juicy and delicious, and so unattainable. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I get that. I guess that set the pattern for the millennial generation. <laughs> Those fucking European comic book kind of guys. Um, but yeah, I got called Jesus. So it was weird. Um, I was uh, there's another colleague who has the same name as me. Did you enlighten his consciousness? Or I try to do that as a given when I walk into the room. You know. But did you like? Did you like give him the lowdown on <laughs> on religion or sh- some shit like that? No, that's what was so weird about it. It wasn't even during my my proselytizing, <laughs> which I like to do at work. Uh, but it was we both have the same name as a coworker, and I was, I was like, oh, I'd be called Danny if I could. Like just joking around and. It's this, I won't do her accent, but an old lady says to me, they were discussing how to tell me apart. <clears throat> and she's like, oh, gee, you look like Jesus. You have a very nice face, very nice face. <laughs> and I don't really know what to make of that. <clears throat> well, it sounds like she's coming from a positive place. Oh, right. no, she is. Yeah. But I just thought, like, why is it that whenever I do the reverse of that, I get fired, you know? You have a nice face. <laughs> just doesn't work. Um... Yeah, unless you're Borat. But it's a compliment, and I think that goes to show just a bit of positivity <laughs> helps. Because, I, you know, Heavy hangs the crown, and after she mentioned it, I sort of looked on my smartphone just at that classical sort of Catholic picture of Jesus, and I sort of could recognize a bit of that world-weary softness in his eyes yeah. from my own mirror and stuff. You should go out to um, the hardware store and buy a few hammers and some nails and bits of wood and shit and see if you can just build some shit. Yeah, make a sign for my new church. <laughs> Fuck, that's not a bad idea. You could just be this um this natural carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> and that got me to thinking. Well, when you mentioned that, I'm like, oh, a lot of people, I guess, would take Christ as the inspiration for their for their life, right? I mean, he, heaps of people called Muhammad do. They take it from that, right? Christ, maybe not so much. But so, what, are you saying labourers are full of fucking Jesus going church dudes? No, labourers. No, no. Because they seem like they're smoking durries and fucking eating meat pies. <laughs> Jesus probably would have had a durry or two, huh? But um, but no, because he. Oh, Jesus forgives me, mate. <sighs> he was. Uh, he was only three. Oh fuck! I guess I got to say. Okay, I called up a phone for work today, and it was an answering machine. It was like, hello, this is the Robinson's refrigerator. The answering machine's not working right now, but if you'd like to leave a message, I'll write it on a piece of paper and stick it to myself. <laughs> like just a normal family. That, that was their answering machine message. Um, so that fucked me up. But uh, yeah, Jesus was only three years older than me when he died. died and uh, I just wonder if I'm going to accomplish what he did in that time. <laughs> you know? Uh well, in many ways, a lot of us already have, yeah. I suppose so. <laughs> I've probably talked to more people through, like, the use of online mediums and stuff than uh, Jesus would have been able to, like, just traipsing around the hills of Judea yeah, you've... <laughs> in sandals and shit. He didn't have broadband, you know? <laughs> if we're doing internet, you're like the Antichrist. Though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Although, I don't know, you're like a... You're like a um old testament kind of if jesus yeah, existed yeah, yeah. in the old testament that'd be it yeah i'm a bit more, you like go around showing them this smiteful shit yeah, and, a bit more blood and thunder i think yeah, yeah. showing them their own ways by i'm um, killing their children and then not doing yeah, it and stuff bit of exodus well you gotta be cruel to be kind i suppose <laughs> um <laughs> that's what my experience has taught me um yeah i've been watching this uh 
show recently, just little snippets. They're pretty cool, two to three minute clips. There's heaps of them on YouTube of this show called Beyond Scared Straight. That's all these um, little kids in America getting taken to these various jails <laughs> yeah. and uh, just like exposed to inmates in these kind of hectic ways and stuff with all these people yelling in their face with all this spit going on them and stuff and not really getting touched or anything but just so intimidating to kids and I don't know it's like it's almost my new guilty pleasure kind of thing like yeah. it's it's my version of the Kardashians almost yeah because it's like oh it's almost in a way there's lots of little kids where you're kind of rooting for it and you're like oh is this going to be the tough cunt yeah yeah and it's like you're waiting to see who's who's going to put up the real fight and then not even be afraid when these dudes are like one of them one of them like gets this packet of Kool-Aid mix right yeah and throws it on this um like in between 12 and he might be 17 I don't know in yeah. between like yeah high school kids though, so young like, yeah. young kids and I think he might have been like 14 uh huh um, and goes like open it up dip your fingers in that and then he like dips his fingers in the Kool-Aid and he's like now rub it on your lips <laughs> and he's like now give me a kiss and like leans in like six inches away from him and he's like orange flavoured pussy or some shit like that but it's like bleeping Jesus. out I, I don't know if he said like orange flavoured kisses but it just ble- bleeped out whatever he said so I'm guessing he's calling him a bitch or like orange flavoured bitch fuck you could have said something heaps worse either yeah Heaps of them saying, like, I'm going to stretch you out, homie, and, like, just so much fucked up shit. Because the kids are all so bad in the first place, like, oh, punching okay. their parents and oh, doing so all this bad shit. bad kids, okay. Yeah, like, going to get, going to get scared straight. Uh, who allowed this to be on TV? Shit. Do we not have fucking any... Fucking epic, Do we man. not have any shame? There's some channel called A&E in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets fucking, um, gets heaps of play and shit. I actually heard about this. A&E, it's... It's going to turn our game down a bit. It sounds like we're fucking maxing out pretty hard, but keep going. Um, A&E actually started, I believe, as this cable just showing ballet and all this stuff. Yeah. But over time just found that it was way more profitable to show these fucking crazy reality shows. (laughs) Um, And basically did that, but... All right, I might have to watch a little bit of this, but uh, my guilty pleasure, this is going to sound heaps gay, but uh, Channel 9 has started a new channel, 9.4, which is like all lifestyle shows. (laughs) So it's so much like... Oh, I don't know, just bit bitchy couple. Like grand designs and all grand this designs, shit. but like bitchy reality stuff. Like, ooh. Oh, no, I'm not going to be able to handle that. No, but like sort of lifestyle, not celebrity shit. So it's all like watching these couples sort of look for homes, but sort of argue with each other. It's quite, uh. it's quite an understated pleasure, and it's fucking obnoxious. But I enjoy <laughs> a little bit of it. But I watched also on this. They show Real Housewives of Beverly Hills and shit, but they showed the Kardashians, and I saw the first episode I've ever seen the other day. I think <laughs> after last week's podcast, and I texted Doe when I got home watching it because I just couldn't believe it. <sighs> They're all such fucking idiots. I knew about them, but I haven't seen them talk. Like my vagina is itchy. <laughs> Scott, Scott, you need to stop partying. Like I don't want to, babe. It's oh hard to script nonsense. And they're so rich. I'm going to go to South Africa with French Montana. Do you think he likes you? I'm like, oh. um, that actually made me sad, that show. I don't know. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah, there's plenty of material to be had in that family. <laughs> is that a joke about them needing a lot of material, like fabrics, no, to cover their large busts? No, easy money, as John Connor would say. <laughs> Fuck, even easier than getting it out of a fucking ATM and stuff, right? Yeah, the bitch makes money off that app that does nothing or whatever it is. Yeah, what she up? makes more money than Kanye, right? <laughs> it annoys me that we talk about them. Fucking hell, I'm sorry, Leslie. <laughs> you brought it up, motherfucker. Yeah, I know. She, <laughs> makes, she makes more money than Kanye. Um, I'm a bit of a sucker for that sort of stuff. It's not very Christ-like <laughs> of me, obviously, but... but yeah, that fucking that stupid Kids in Jail show goes... Um, knows what points it's hitting as well. It's similar in a way, like... 
I, it seems doubtful that the prison guards or the inmates or anything are really getting paid, but the way that they play it out seems like, you know, you don't know who's really acting it up and who's legit, like, I'm going to fuck you up if you come in here, boy, and all this shit. Because uh. at the end of the day, they're kind of trying to help these kids anyway, so it is an act. But saying, like, like I'm going to stretch you out, stuff. boy. That's... But then some of them trying to trying to be so serious to them, like... Like, yeah, yeah, like, no, 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 but, like, you come in here, you're fucked. Like, you know, like, it's Maybe just, like, I all think... the different ways trying to get to them. Then uh. these some women inmates will come up to them, and then if they can't get them with the full-on angry shit, then they'll try and twist it around and be all motherly and, like, crack them in these different ways and shit. It's like, it's like those boot camp shows, but it's, What's like, it to called? the motherfucking What's it extreme. called? Beyond Scared Straight. Yeah, Beyond Scared okay, Straight. Sounds... And then, because of the Kool-Aid thing, I'm like, oh, yeah. that's so fucked up. And then, because I kept watching all these things, yeah. the guy, it's like... Ooh, he's back from last season, and he's got his Kool Aid and all oh, this really? shit. So and he's like the back, <laughs> and he's got fun dip and shit, and he's getting this girl to wipe fun dip on her lips and stuff. Like you're gonna be out on the street and like all this shit. Ah, ah. I fucking love it. It's so great. So it's sort of, his but it's like this intent. It's like how hardest prisons, but it's like, ooh, it's almost like making kids good again. But it's like I almost prefer just seeing the bad motherfucking kids. So like, yeah, what you get out of my face. So in terms of intimidatory yelling, it's sort of more than Major Pain, but less than Full Metal Jacket? Uh, pretty Full Metal Jacket. Oh, right. Yeah. Like some, some weird shit going on. And then, like, <laughs> when they do fight back, because they're sort of there on this voluntary thing, they get taken to the ground hard and shit. Yeah. Not like not like kablow elbows to the face and stuff, but, like, forearm pressing on your neck and, like, yeah. you know, they look like pretty hard takedowns and stuff. Not... <laughs> You know, they know they're dealing with kids, but at the same time, it's like, they're not fucking around much, so, like, it really puts most of the kids off their game. True. And it's like one or two out of these 20, 30 videos I watched were probably, like, actual <laughs> hard asses that are probably, like, dead. Well, <laughs> you got to prepare yourself, right? I mean, well, I'll have to watch a little bit of that, but um, uh, we're talking recently, we've talked a few times about sort of those ads for ICE where it's always people in hospitals causing a scene and it looks so hardcore and stuff, and you're like, is this, like, made up or is this what happened? And... I read a news story. This was at Nepean Hospital, I think, late last week or whatever. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah, there was a guy who was in, in the ward and uh, somehow got a cop's gun off him, shot the cop and a security guard. A, a patient next door had to go and, like, pull out the fucking um, wounded cop and everything like that. And the dude was mad iced up, the dude who did it. And he'd lost his job as a nurse at Westmead Hospital a month earlier. And I'm like, yeah, I reckon in that industry they'd mad... Because I think I've heard it from a paramedic ambulance driver before. Like, we smoke so much ice. So it's sort of like that brought a whole new level to those ads. Is that that's why it gets so hectic? It's not just the perps that are on ice. The, the ambulance the fucking hospital are up, stuff right? are fucking piping it all night long. <laughs> so it comes to a head like it's these ice heads, but no one spots it because you don't. People don't normally say that. Shit. And they've got the kind of cops and they've got the weight of the system behind it. But man, you see what happens. I mean, but yeah, that guy should get charged to the motherfucking hilt for the violent crime shit that he did. Yeah. And then they should be like, oh, you've got a drug problem, but, you know, it caused you to do this bad shit that made you go to jail. Sorry. Mm. You should get help while you're in jail for your drug problem, though. Because that's what made you do this shit that got you 20 years. Mm. Yeah. You can't go soft on the bad shit, but don't go hard on the drug shit if they're not being bad. But what if, like, as well as the paramedics and the hospital staff and the perps... The Australia's whole, government dude, is like Mr. Mackey The whole drugs. fucking government is on ice as well, too. Uh, <laughs> well, half the fucking... 
half the government's on probably some form of stimulant oh, man, that's yeah, n- not exactly illegal. Vicoslobamine and shit, yeah. Totally. And then the rest of them that are fucking like uh, <laughs> nodding off in the third row and all this shit mm. are on oxys and yeah. fucking well, saw all the can... stuff that's totally like, you know, legal for them to get. And yeah, just and you can see it. Like and Kevin shit. Rudd always had that puffy <laughs> face from too much kind of medication. And like, <laughs> Bill Shorten, all the colour drained from it because he's on too much fucking, I don't know, Ambien and... Xanax and yeah, there was a rumor going around that he was on um on peyote. But... Really? Yeah. Was that anything to do with that trade mission to Arizona or whatever? Fuck, <laughs> man! It's just a rumor going. I don't know. Around. It's yeah. Fucking, it's just a rumor that there's a fucking one-eyed pyramid we're, on the dollar bill. Too. We're pseudo journalists, so you're allowed to you know report on a rumor that is going around. It doesn't make it a fact. Yeah. I'm pretty confident at this point of being a better reporter than 95% of the actual media. <laughs> like, we are better journalists than, like, what you see on 7.30 report. You're not going to see fucking expose of fucking ice juice there. Yeah. We scooped it. <laughs> scooped it like ice cream. Tony Gillard, yeah, yeah. It's Tony Gillard, yeah, yeah, fuck that. Julia. Julia Gillard. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Julia down by the Gillard. Oh, fuck. Yeah, she was on it, man. You see her eyeballs pinning when she was doing that misogyny shit. Fuck, man, yeah. She was cacked up to the gills, mate. Fuck, she Once was... again, a rumour, I've yeah. heard. No, I'd say it's pretty clear she was peeking off her own indignation right now. <laughs> um, That's the first time you could say that um, one of our, poly- like our prime ministers were peeking off their tits and they actually had tits. <laughs> That's funny, because I watched the Margaret Thatcher movie the other day, and she wrote letters to the families of the soldiers who died in the Falklands, saying, I'm the only British Prime Minister who's also a mother, so I know how you feel. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, that's hard got. She, so, did a, she did a pretty boss. Mm. But, yeah, I was on a bit of a Meryl Streep kick. I watched that and Devil Wears Prada, actually, the past <laughs> few days. Yeah, I don't know if I could handle the Anne Hathaway movie. Yeah, but I realised about Anne Hathaway, nothing to take it away from the girl, she's lovely, but it's sort of like Kristen Stewart or even sort of Jennifer Lawrence in Hunger Games. They're more, more there just as a placeholder for girls to imagine themselves as a protagonist, right? <laughs> no, and this isn't... No, I do, because they're quite plain and shit, right? But it's sort of like the equivalent of, say, you think of him more... Yeah, they can hold their own, but they're not, yeah... Yeah, but it's the, not like a super strong individual thing. The, um, it's a heroine the type watchman character. watchman in these people's yeah. head. Yeah. And it's sort of like fucking... <laughs> Point Break and stuff like that. Like, uh, I guess, you know, whatever's character. Paul Walker may be from uh, Fast and the Furious. That's the sort of male equivalent. It's just like a pretty blank... You know you know what I mean? You're like, I'm not as hard as him, but I can drive a bit better. Yeah, because there was a bit in The Devil Wears Prada where, like, she's like, oh, my God, I guess these new dresses, and walks up through all these, like, paparazzi. And it's like, da-na-na-na, music. And I'm like, fuck, this must be, like, what women feel when I'm watching an action movie and seeing blow up an enemy chopper. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I don't know though. I might be cracked. But just that, I think it's more just the drama at work, isn't it? You just put drama at work in a movie. It's like, what happens? You come home, it's like, oh, tell me about your day, honey. Yeah. Like, that's the male equivalent. That's the joke. The sitcom one liner they fucking break out. Yeah. Oh, tell me about your day, and it's a fucking shit fight. Well, that's the... um. The when f- I said I wanted to know about your day, I didn't really mean it. <laughs> Devil Wears Prada is the extended version, the flip around on that joke. Or yeah, sort of, but Meryl just Streep... Play it out, just workplace drama. Yeah, but Meryl Streep's sort of more watchable than Kevin James or whatever, you know? <laughs> more, more watchable, but fuck. She was Sometimes good. I find that um those kind of thing, the themes in those just like 
too intense for me. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Iron Lady was like that about Thatcher. She did a really good portrayal, but it was I done... I think it's a personal thing. No, but this one, her. Iron Lady, they did as this crazy, like, psychodrama. So it's sort of about history, but it's like, oh, she's old, she's having flashbacks to her husband. And I'm like, it's just a historical biography. Do it normally. Instead, they have to, <laughs> yeah, load it up with themes and stuff. I think I'm still just cut about um, being too head in the clouds when I was working my first office job and mm. almost becoming feminized by the workplace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking glad I caught myself out on it. But Jesus. Good work. Yeah, so it's just yeah. bringing up bad memories. Maybe I should watch the movie sometime. Just watch a bit of Workaholic. Remember the good old days. Um, no, but I think what you're talking about is it's due to estrogens in the cleaning agents they use, actually. That's what's causing the feminization of workplaces. Um, but I'm not allowed to talk talk about that. Yeah, lowering the male birth rate. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Well, we aren't allowed to talk about that. We're Illumi- Illuminati affiliated. Illuminati confirmed. Okay. Oh, I don't know whether to mention this, but you're talking about having birth or whatever. Oh, fuck. Maybe I shouldn't. Look up the Illuminati, though. It'll probably just make you smarter at some point down the line. <laughs> I don't know. I reckon just go to Wikipedia and type in a philosophy page or a history page. Don't do it if you're easily fucking con. Yeah, don't read the lies, though. Satanism yeah. and biblical readings and shit. If you read history books, don't believe the lies. <laughs> That's a tough sell. That's true. Another sort of tough sell, but it's, this is from the King James. Gets me in the mood to burn some fucking books, man. <laughs> I was thinking about burning <laughs> some books the other day, actually. Um, but speaking of that, uh, there's uh, a um, from the Bible. I read this. It is Mark. What is it? Mark eight thirty six. And I'd like your opinion on this. For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Yeah, damn straight. That's what we we're talking about last week. Yeah. Fuck your money, motherfucker. So you wouldn't like the whole world? Uh, you'd like it, but you still want to be able to connect with people on some level. I was watching a cool interview with this guy today, a comedian, old African-American comedian called Dick Gregory. And um, he's like, I never had a, I never had a security guard. I never had... And he's just saying all this cool shit about how, like, even though he was getting more money than Frank Sinatra at some point, getting hired around to these clubs to do this comedy and shit like yeah. back in the day. Uh, <laughs> he still um you know tried to maintain his roots and all that kind of shit even though he's like hanging with michael jackson he's still trying to be real and uh-huh. told this hectic story about michael jackson like he is 100 percent behind michael like fuck you like he didn't touch kids and all this shit sure. kind of thing and it was pretty it was pretty cool seeing that and he's totally he's totally like illuminati confirmed kind of shit yeah, you know like yeah, yeah, yeah he got fucked up and yeah all the I don't know. You look into that a bit as well, and there's some weird shit going on. It's kind of like... <laughs> I don't think it has anything to do with 9-11, but fuck, just have a look at it. <laughs> Conrad Murray. I don't know. I can imagine them in a fucking super situation room, and they're like, this is like having one of the big whiteboards well, things. It's just... It's more no, when building there's billions seven, yeah. of dollars involved. Building seven with arrows towards Dick Gregory's career and shit. Billions of dollars involved in real money and investments, and then even your family, you know. You, you can't trust your family not to poison your fucking ass. And, like, you know, just anything. Anything could be up with that shit. Like, you know, they're just straight up, no, it's this doctor... But, like, Dick Gregory was going to the... So far as to be like, oh, all those holes in his arms from the needles. Like, that, that happened afterwards when they were trying to treat him for whatever happened to him and all this. But he said that one day he went to the house. No one's allowed upstairs, not even his family. And 
dicks all out of there. So he goes up to see Michael. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, I think they po- someone poisoned me, right? Yeah. And he took him, said he was driving him to San Francisco to everyone, not for any reason. Mm-hmm. And then just while they were driving to San Francisco, the first time he saw a hospital on a sign, he just went into the hospital. Yeah. And they, like, gave him saline for, like, a day, a day and a half. This yeah. is all according to this comedian. Yeah. Um, and got him better and they're like oh man you're like his only real friend because like you know he was totally fucked like that to give him bags for like you know yeah. 24 hours or some sure. shit um thank you so i don't know like you know there's just when you keep getting these little accounts and bits of shit everywhere that is just that like, oh, building man. seven eddie griffin just backing male, black male stars hard as well even cosby and shit like ah oh, these bitches 40 years ago why they coming out now just all this hectic like why weird does the illuminati care about these I'm guys not, yeah i'm not i'm not saying i subscribe to it i'm just saying it's interesting that you know like what the fuck does eddie griffin have to gain by doing that as well like by supporting bill cosby and this shit and trying to be all like oh shit weird shit's going on yeah but it's not it the first time like, a bro will back another bro even when the bro's done some such shit you know What's true, the, what's but in the media, it seems like... You mean that there's such a risk to your own reputation? By and this is going to sound fruity out there as well, because we're not really in Australia as in touch with... Well, not everyone's as in touch with the situation in the United States and stuff, but... The Masonic Triangles. Uh, it's just that it generally... If you go out conspiracy kind of style, it generally seems like there could be a conspiracy for prominent black American, you know, like sort of citizens or, you know, Mm. outstanding examples of citizens and stuff just sort of seem to get... And it could be coincidence and shit, but it just seems like you can put this overlay on it where it seems like they get taken down before they're allowed to become major, major successful. But Michael Jackson was major, major successful. Yeah, so but it was like Jordan he was trying to get Ty- shot down since the early 90s in yeah. terms of all that whack shit happening to his well, reputation. I'll grant you Tiger Woods. Yeah, there's no way that uh, that was definitely set up. Yeah, that seemed like they fished him with like a hot chick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What are we to do about this conspiracy, though? No, it's not necessarily real. Isn't that a struggle for I'm the African-American pon- people? I'm just pontificating, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? It does, We're just like, getting it out It seems there. like there's a, legit- <laughs> a legitimacy to it when like Cat Williams flips out and then like riffs on it and like Dave Chappelle goes on some shit on Oprah and it's like ah they make us all wear a dress and like hmm. fucking uh, Kevin Grant. Hart says like yeah because he's seen that like I'm never gonna wear a dress as well and then he fucking wears a dress and it's just all this crack shit happens like dudes that say they're not gonna wear the dress cause they reckon they know about that shit end up doing it what dress? Dave Chappelle has this weird bit on Oprah interview where yeah. he goes on about like on Blue Streak they tried to make him wear a dress when he's coming out of this jail in his yeah, scene and yeah. they're like oh it's going to be so funny and he's like nah it's hacky and telling yeah. him like nah he doesn't want to do it and yeah. all this shit and they're like nah nah you got to do it you got to do yeah. it and they kept pushing for it and he basically got them to rewrite the scene but then when they were like fine we'll get it rewritten they already had a backup for the scene and all wow. this shit so it sussed him out real bad and he's like like hates this dress thing and then I think Kevin Hart supposedly knew about that from the Oprah thing right because yeah. Dave Chappelle's a big comedian a lot yeah. of people watch that shit and then he's like, oh, I'm not going to wear a dress in my career as well. And I don't want to look up what the fuck it was, but I've seen him wearing a fucking purple dress. Like, well, are you sure it's And not... I've seen it mentioned before. And it's like, haha. Are you sure this Hollywood stuff that is not... It's not <clears> so maybe much people can... just become comfortable enough to wear a fucking dress and it means but, nothing. But... Okay, if you conspiracy, if you call Judaism a conspiracy, then maybe that's what's behind this. 
But uh, I don't know. Some other people call it a religion, but I don't know. I some just, people call it a dress. Others call it a dashiki. How, how high up? Does this go all the way to the White House and shit? It's like, Kevin James is getting a bit too uppity, Michelle. <laughs> no, let's but... Put it, it, let's put a dress on him. I mean, like, make Michael that, Jackson make had that half bitch. of the Sony he was collection. He right? He had half... <laughs> had half the Sony fucking money, basically, and was about to try and make moves to probably own it, own yeah. it all, I think. Yeah. And, um... You know, it gets it seems like it gets taken down hard. Cosby was pretty upstanding. I don't know. It all seems like you can just put this framework over it at the yeah, same time, and it's just clutching at shit. But it's well, interesting. All the best of luck to them if they're innocent, and uh, may God have mercy on them all if they're guilty. That's what I, I think about it. Yeah, hopefully they can keep trying to overcome all that shit. But that's what I mean. We can't really understand it on the same level because it's not ingrained in the way it was over there in the same way over here and yeah we've got our own problems <laughs> this is true but i will keep an we eye can just that. blame ours on england though yeah i guess america can too let's no, all just can, blame fucking england we can blame it on america you're dressed like a street thug from brooklyn kind of thing that's the, <laughs> that's that's the, that's that's the influence of uh, america um it was those prudish english people mate yeah they'll kick you in the head and they'll tell you not to fuck yeah, oh, I got a call from a random telemarketer today. It was like a weird number at like 5.30, right? And I answer it. It's like, hello? And he's like, oh, hello, mate. How are you? And I'm like, oh, not bad. How are you? Because I've just been talking to people. And he's like, oh, that's really nice that you say that. Like, no, I barely anyone ever says that to me kind of thing. And just like, he's selling something. And he's like, do you have a moment about health insurance? I'm just like, click, hang up on him. <laughs> Trying to be my fucking mate. <laughs> How presumptuous. I find that so offensive. Like, oh, oh. Like, whatever. Leave it out, mate. Totes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I was thinking that in terms of, like... Do you think it's fair to say that pop culture is generally getting exponentially trashier? It sort of makes you wonder. And obviously, a lot of people have commented on it. But I was thinking of a good example of bench- benchmarks of that is that Adam Levine from Maroon 5 is kind of like the decade more recent equivalent of Rob Thomas from Matchbox 20. Like, they're both these dirty guys from shitty bands who sort of meant, think they have this bad boy kind of thing. And Rob Thomas, like, doing that song with Santana, it seems so soft rock, but Adam will be like, yeah, I'm so... I got such a fucking... Uh, I'm so alternative and stuff, and I uh, got all these tats and do all this gay stuff. Yeah, I bet their um, classrooms weren't too dissimilar to ours, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Sit down, Maroon 5 faggot, I do what you're yeah. told. He just seems like a bitch. So does that Rob Thomas guy. Sorry, guys, but what about all credit to you. I'm feeling dirty. Got to blow my balls, blow my balls, and it's a noun. So you close at the class of him with the hunger dunga dang school. Of oh, stuff. he's he's like the hunger dunga dang nineties guy. And fucking um, Creed is I know it. that um, what's that other song? It's all by like Stone Temple Pilots. Yeah. Where are you going for tomorrow? <laughs> Metallica get down with it, but they were doing yeah. it since the 80s, and it was more of a yeah thing. That and Creed. Um, yeah. And then you sort of had the semi kind of Hunger Dunger Dang, but more kind oh, of... Oh, Creed, yeah. No, they were like parodying Hunger Dunger Dang. But even more people, people as well, like, it's been a while since I could... You know, that. it's been a while. Like, and Nickelback semi. just jammed his own dick down his own throat and... It's weird. You, you know, exploded in a force <sighs> enough to create a gravity to pull Avril Lavigne in from her high orbit. 
Is it? Yeah, she was that angel from a height. Um, so, so the croaks to draw in, or what? The angel fell to heaven. Turned that some 41 cool guy into a fucking lunatic drunk. Yeah, he was pretty short. If I was a chick, I'd fuck the Nickelback guy over him, even though I prefer probably listening to a some 41 so yeah. It's complicated. Some of Chuck was all right. But oh, Chuck, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nickelback and more just like, I like What was their older one? It was... Good times, but... So they're still married. All the best of luck to them and stuff. Who do you reckon she'll marry now? I don't know. Maybe that's on the rocks now as well, but who really cares? Maybe she'll marry Justin Trudeau, their new Prime Minister. <laughs> I can picture that. He's like this young, cool, hip guy. Have you seen a picture? She should create a Rob Babester. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Fuck, that would be pretty She's well. a, He's a little skater boy. Mm. Yeah, the Babester's a bit of a worry. <laughs> I guess he's just sort of the equivalent of Hanson and stuff. Uh, he's just ODing on pussy. Is he, though? Fuck. OD on pussy and you go for the dick, that's what I hear. Yeah, I don't know, behind closed doors, you never know. Could be that ass, son. Yeah, him and Usher. <laughs> Come on, man, he's um, making a lot of money. Could be Quincy. <laughs> According to, like, fucking pro- Professor Griff of Public yeah. Enemy. Just watch the suffering. These aren't my views, necessarily. I heard the other day the song off Thriller, which I believe is produced by Quincy Jones, by Michael Jackson. The, yeah, yeah. Uh, that song, The Girl Is Mine. Michael just used to hum him to Quince. Yeah, and he put it down. And then the fucking band had come in, and then he plays this little dictaphone back to the band. They're like, you need to go. It was the best shit ever. Yeah, it's a pretty good way to make it. It was the best deal in the world. But that song, him and Paul McCartney. No wonder he never grew up. The girl is mine, and him and like. It's like my friend Fez when he's drunk or whatever, and that's just all MJ ever had to do since he was four years old. Because Fez has perfect pitch as well. It's fucked up. Totally. <laughs> Sorry, I think I cut you off. Oh, I forgot that. <laughs> Sorry, brother. That's a fair fight. Um, uh, that's Michael Jackson. Just Sorry, I'm on it. No, no, that's what I was saying. That's what I was saying. I've got it. I got it. You're right. Uh, him and Paul McCartney doing The Girl Is Mine. Like, no, Michael. She looked at me. She likes me more. Like, Paul, no, she likes being with me. And stuff. And doing this fucked up little talky kind of exchange, is it? It's a really weird moment in history, I guess. But uh, the Thriller video clip was pretty cool uh, when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember actually renting Thriller as a VHS from the video store. Because yeah, I had I all that pre-shit before the actual Yeah, the making, of, the making of Thriller and shit. It was pretty badass. Even um, just Thriller. And it just had, like, you know, the whole they go to the movies and all that shit. Yeah, it was cool. Um, I think didn't they have like little segments in it and stuff and it, like the music would stop and then he'd be doing some creepy shit and yeah it was directed by the guy Ghostbusters guy I think John Landis <laughs> or whatever I believe um, but uh, I, I just wanted to say take his a- son does oh yeah dude doesn't he no that's another guy I think it's not John Landis no it's not John Landis it's another guy but um uh, yeah I was just going to say apparently we've got a listener in the Congo so I just want to say cool yeah that's Buckwild <laughs> Because, like, who's going to be using VPN router through the Congo, so... I wonder if it's um, a local or someone helping out over there. I just hope that they kind of... Everyone's, everyone's gathered around the radio sort of thing. Uh, that's kind of so even though our, list, uh, our listening figures... Or around the smartphone or the laptop yeah, or whatever. Exactly. So even though it's only, like, normally five, 6,000, we get, like, 12,000 actual listeners. Streaming um, Bluetooth. Yeah, streaming... <laughs> They've all got very nice teeth over in Africa, though, as well, for that situation. But, um, 
uh, yeah on that note we yeah, have my complexion makes my shit look yellow i need more melatonin yeah you belong in northern europe <laughs> go home motherfucker just go home give up the ghost <laughs> um but on the african note we actually had a, a piece of reader uh, mail and this is from not congo but somewhere else uh it's patrice in kigali and he says oh hello doe i love listening to the show it helps me improve my english uh i come from a very important family in uganda and uh i'm betrothed to another member bride of another family and this is going to be a great union in our country the only thing is i'm gay i'm gay with a french man <laughs> he wants me to run away together and thinks i can't live this lie i'm torn between my duty to my country and my family and my true passions what should i do P.S. What's your favourite English Premier League team? Much wishes, Patrice Kigali. I'm not really into football, just to start. Mm. So I'd have to um, just randomly pick one. I don't know. No, don't don't really care for it. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, yeah, dude, just go with what your um, what your heart's telling you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe you can strike a deal with your new wife that it's all business and she's happy for you to um, have this secret closed doors thing kind of like a, a reverse Hillary type situation <laughs> and if that's all above board and everyone's on board then we're all uh, good to go brother so you reckon the old ARH I think that's probably that is probably the best advice you could get really is like try it out and get the best situation possible for yourself and if not just uh See if you can get a French visa, mate. So you reckon... Tell You'll me. be sucking on baguettes in no time. <laughs> oh, wee wee. Um, yeah, I suppose there is always that allure of the cosmopolitanism of France. But, you know, he's got a sort of gilded lifestyle here. It's like a gilded cage. It's all beautiful. But he mm. feels sort of trapped, even if she's down with that. Do you think he can live that on the sly, like meeting up with Jacques just on the sly? Yeah, as long as it's all um, above board. But no, if it's all, if it's on the sly, he's gonna end up fucking murdering little rodents and then graduating to some other shit and then choking a bitch out in the street for real. So better yeah. off going to France, sucking dicks and being a peaceful dude, you know? Yeah, I don't know. France ain't that peaceful right now though, too. Yeah, but if he's sucking dicks over there, maybe he's bringing peace to one Frenchie. Hmm. Just don't go to a rock and roll show. <laughs> Um, yeah, okay, but maybe you could go to like... I don't know, isn't that like a quiet lightning? Country. Maybe you're good now. Maybe if they went to a quiet country area, like provincial French, do you think the locals would accept him, this interracial couple from uh, Uganda, and the local boy returning home? Fuck yeah. Yeah. they got bigger races to vilify over there at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> so Patrice, there you go. I hope we cleaned that up for you. Uh, anybody else, if you've got any reader mail, send it through to conesanddoe at gmail.com. That's uh, cones with a Z keep listening to our show and one of us will drop knowledge on your ass well that's what we try and do um i think people have probably learnt quite a lot this seems like quite an action-packed show <laughs> i listened to nova this afternoon oh it was fucked up actually um okay got an uber with my girlfriend and on the little profile my girlfriend's like, i didn't choose this next guy and i'm like why not and she's like oh because it says he's deaf and i'm like what why is the uber profile showing that but it says it on it it says he's deaf and she's like oh i think i saw that it might have even been like deaf slash blind <laughs> And I haven't seen that, but that'd be fucked up if you got a blind <laughs> Uber driver. It'd be funny if it's like some situation where it's like blind, but not blind enough that he can't drive. Yeah, okay. Stevie like Wonder. Partially sort of. blind. Yeah. It's pretty messed up there. 
Yeah. <laughs> but he obviously wasn't if he was driving. I just love it. driving. Well, let's say Don't rob me of this. Maybe if you could scale up a guide dog so it says guide. <laughs> you could have made his night. A guide cheater. Yeah, made his night. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> no one, no one ever picks me, bro. Well, <laughs> Jacket, he's got a dog in the front seat. <laughs> oh, I was thinking maybe he scales up to a pony out the front, like a guide pony. Sort of but they do it all with GPS these days. Uber wagon. Imagine if they got a self, as well as actually a self-driving car, and Google had been like, "Oh, we're gonna like as a kind of charity promo thing, we're gonna give this to sight impaired Uber drivers, so they can get jobs, which they usually can't." But they're actually self-driving cars. I don't know if they tell the actual drivers or not, though. I'll have that job for. <laughs> Yeah, the old, you're, not allowed to, you're not allowed to punch in it though I don't think I don't know I can't see what I'm doing so maybe I am maybe I'm not <laughs> I, th- I thought it was my shisha yeah I thought it was my hooker bro <laughs> fuck open the windows bro open the window there must have been some kids partying in my Uber again Stinks I didn't know this here what is this good thing you left me some gum <laughs> Yeah, it's a. It's a compl- I don't know, did I just age forty years? Far? I don't know. It's a complicated legal issue, though. I agree. <laughs> um, about Ubers, but yeah, this is almost like hot cars, motherfucking two point wiping this bitch here. Well, it's a blazing hot night tonight. It's a blazing hot night. Um, oh, God damn, son! I think that graphics card is just straight up overclock bitching my life out. Well, it's but fucking- it's nice and silent. I'm liking the quiet cast. It's like Kobe is bringing the heat, you know. Yeah. yeah. So I thought this was pretty cool. If do you have anything, or oh, I can mention. Oh. Okay, um, Sweden and Israel are having a diplomatic fight, right? And uh, you know, because Israel accuses Sweden of trying to meddle, it doesn't really matter what the background is. But the Foreign Minister of Israel, Avigdor Lieberman, said that the Middle East is quote more complicated than a piece of uh, furniture from IKEA, right? <laughs> and so the Swedish fucking ambassador is pissed off or whatever, <laughs> and writes back. I will be happy to send Israel Foreign Minister Lieberman an IKEA flat pack to assemble. He'll see it requires a partner, cooperation, and a good manual. (laughs) So sort of replying and being a cunt, right? (laughs) And then Lieberman says, I'm not now calling to sever relations with Sweden, but I do recommend that everyone stop shopping at IKEA. There's enough (laughs) Israeli-made products. And I just thought that was pretty cool how that's a good example of how people's egos and diplomacy can often create sort of fucked up situations that don't need to happen yeah and if it's something as trivial as that imagine what happens in real fucking big dog situations yeah exactly when balls are on the line and shit cry havoc and let slip the dogs of war and there's fucking bayonets at the face and all that kind of shit and there's daisy cutters at your fucking kennel you know and there's drones at your back door when there's acid rain at your pet flap it's not the big choppers you gotta worry about anymore just that little have you seen one death from a buzz (laughs) (laughs) oh man they gotta write death from a buzz on one of those fucking little um, quadcopter bombs fuck sign it off to the LAPD pair it up with a dog (laughs) well I was just thinking I haven't seen a drone with a buzzsaw on it but it would be pretty intimidating huh yeah, if, if no you can light shit. fucking weight titanium, that shit. Circular yeah, yeah. saw flying around <laughs> to the side. Just going down on the beach and like splitting people's heads through the middle like a kind of her. I egg think yolk. the world is about to blink out right now because you had that thought and then it's going to happen in the future at the same time that time machines get invented and oh. everyone just gets uh-huh. sliced and diced. That's what that funny feeling was. I thought there were a few less chips in that packet. Fuck. Fortunately, it wasn't in our dimension, everybody. <laughs> 
that Conan just blinked out a fucking universe oh. somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this buzzsaw drone madness. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All you can do is laugh sometimes, I suppose, huh? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. <laughs> Neither, but it's fun. Yeah, it's true. Um, I did hear a study that said that apparently people that classify themselves as spiritual are more likely to be mentally ill. Totally. Yeah. Till they figure it out. Yeah, well, I don't think you can figure it out. <laughs> Isn't that what Matt... Madness is sort of succumbing Until you to that. figure it out to the same level that the business of religion has supposedly figured whatever the fuck out. Once you get it to that level and possibly go a bit further, which is possible, it just takes a lot of dedication and free time and not, not many people get that privilege. Um, but yeah, you can surpass the fucking religions that we have on this earth just by thinking about it for yourself, so... <laughs> no, it's true. One love, man. Just be fucking positive, yeah. If well, you really can. But, you know, you can get bogged down in all this, pay money and fucking, my fucking computer broke, I'm going to kick it. And all this fucking hectic yeah. shit. But the more you can be conscious in that moment and be like, oh shit, I'm kicking my computer again. Yeah. The more yeah. time you got to get swole, you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get swole and yeah. slap that duke. <laughs> <laughs> I anger with your computer. Like, Fuck this. Maybe that's why you're trying to fix your computer, though. You can slap your dick around until your computer is fixed. <laughs> No, I got a good imagination. Fuck yeah! Well, and ZMA and fucking yeah. Sometimes I feel like having an imagination. <laughs> creatine gets you pretty. <laughs> yeah, to get the energy out. Reminded me of racking up whizfizz in like grade seven <laughs> at school. Like, oh, let's give this a go. Um, <laughs> oh, you reminded me of fucking prison again now. Oh man, prison. Fuck. I'm gonna call you Fizzy Lips. <laughs> you gotta check out some of that shit. It's fucked up. You won't believe it, and then it seems like borderline unbelievable, and then they interview a kid that's seen the show before that's going to come on, like, it's all fake and shit. <laughs> and they go on there, and they you think this is fake? You think this is fake? And just trying to break them so fucking bad. Yeah, totally. And, you know, some of them last quite a while, but they usually just go for an angle, and usually one of the angles just works. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, one or two. Uh, that show makes me feel One of them dirty. didn't seem to break at all, and then he still reformed after the show, so it was kind of like, oh, damn, so... You were going to be the big dog. And then one of the other ones was like, I don't know, I didn't see the end of that show, I don't think, because like I said, it's like two or three minute clips. But yeah, fuck. Stay, Intense. Stay aware. Might have to check out Hardest Prisons again, get a bigger dose of reality, rather than oh, just, just watch little kids get fucking intimidated. Yeah. It's sort of, it's <laughs> awfully close to child pornography in a way. <laughs> In the same way, I just thought of this about that sort of, especially that American, it's sort of so exploitative, but that's so Puritan about things. And it's sort of the same with the drugs. Like, we're against drugs, but I'm on Oxy and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's sort of the same. Like, we've got to protect the kids. But, like, getting felons to yell at them and such shit, you know? Um, Once again, but, the Southern Cross just follows suit, mate. <laughs> it doesn't speak kilometers for Australia. No. Fuck, where's this Once country? I get a bit of canny at Woolies, mate, that's when I'm going to be laughing. Yeah. But while you can still get your fucking death sticks and your head poison, go down the fucking pub, punch on. <laughs> and I can't just punch on at the pub if you know what I'm saying. Like, punch on, not punch in the head punch on, but punch a cane at the pub punch on. It's one of them granny states. Fuck straight, mate. You but I love it. I love it. I love it, but... I don't know, man. That's sometimes pretty, we're coming up to it fucking... Sometimes Australia makes me feel like when I go to the club when I was a kid... And I'd have, like, skate shoes on, and the bouncer's just like, nah, mate, what are you thinking? And it's like, are you fucking serious, you turd? Like, my shoes make a difference, like, 
what kind of pussy I'm supposed to be able to get at which establishment and all this shit. Because, like, that wasn't really my end game. But it's no, like, but ultimately... But ultimately, it's like you're Australia, supposed to look all sharp and shit no, at well, what this Australia club day. so that oh, you appeal to the higher fucking percentile. It's like this class-based fucking weird thing that goes on with bouncers. Well, Australia Day is based on it's based on its exclusion, so that's why I kind of think. <laughs> I mean, if there's nothing else really, what is it? Yeah, yeah we got here and we played. Yeah, we blocked it out. We yeah, put we a planned, fucking ring around yeah, there. We, fucking, we, landed, <laughs> we landed some ships and stuff, sort of. We didn't hear, this is ours now, like, deal with it. Pocket but, um, full of posies, can't know it's dropping down here. Yeah. Not if you're white. Yeah. Celebrating the day that they found it, and I've talked on a pre-podcast, but, like, all the convicts having an orgy in the rain after they landed at Sydney Cove, and that's what we're celebrating. They're fucking Australia. But, you know, you were either up on the hill watching that orgy or you were down in the dirt and the muck fucking punching on in the pub back in 1788. Yeah, I would have been a muck runner. <laughs> but I know a lot of fud ruckers around the place. I would have been a rum mucker, I think. <laughs> yeah, you would have been pretty rummy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking part of the rum core, getting the rum. Smoking rollies made out of fucking sheepskin and stuff. <laughs> Oh, they burn a bit crispy, but yeah. fuck. Tastes like lamb shanks, bro. Getting so blazed off gum nuts and shit, like we're riding the sheep's back. Ah. These koalas look pretty blazed. Ah, oh, eucalyptus. Mm, well, they call it the lucky country because eucalyptus grew free on trees, I think. <laughs> um, so that's what we're celebrating next, Australia. Maybe, I think it's in a week, so maybe we'll even have a fucking special uh, Cones and Doe Australia, Australia Day podcast. Oh, when are you um? I think we've bouncing the town for a couple of weeks. Oh, I'm bouncing in a couple of weeks, so we are. Uh, but we'll record some shit for that. Yeah, yeah. Bouncing yeah. for a little bit. Never fear, listeners. When are you going? Um, fucking a couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Couple of weeks, mate. Yeah. Don't want to let the fucking general public know exactly when I'm going. Yeah, they'll come and rob like some mafia answer, yeah. Yeah, like John Gotti's kid going missing and shit. I don't want my fucking <laughs> kitty pool out the back waking up finding it's been punctured one morning. Like, oh, there's a message. Deflated <laughs> kitty pool. So, um. Yeah, because, you know, people are after me. Let me know if you find Jimmy Hoffa under the front seat. I will, I will, I will. Search of Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> if you lived in Nazi Germany, would you have gone along with the whole thing, or would you have resisted, you reckon? It's a pretty it's a pretty hard hard question. I don't know, it's because um, in this current mind state, I wouldn't be able to subscribe to some shit like that. I would have just bounced to Jamaica or done something, you know, like, you know, like, got, like in this current mind state, it would have yeah, yeah. been like, fuck that, I'm going to stow away or like, you know, get on this working job to the Caribbean and sure. then fuck, fuck going back, you know? Hmm. But in, in this time, I don't know, it's kind of hard for me to um, just be like, hey, give me residence in Colorado without having to go through all this fucking paperwork and fucked up shit. And then once you do that, then I have to wait two years until I can legitimately go just work in a croc shop and just be like, uh-huh. I don't know how it transferred to that. I was asking you about Nazi Germany. No, no, I'm just <laughs> relating it. So I'd probably just bounce to um, the Caribbean and just chill with the rust. Bounce to Colorado in 2015. The probably. rust of voodoo men. <laughs> yeah. And put pricks, pinpricks in these fucking old English little, you know, red coat fucking dolls. So instead of fighting against the Nazis, you would have sort of sided with the Nazis by proxy by fighting against Britain? putting these weird voodoo things in yeah the just getting thing. fucking way high just getting so high like so you just bounce out and 
you know, Haitians and Jamaicans and just, you know, going island to island just testing out the different dr- drugs and shit on offer. Like that, um... Hey, man, fuck the war in Europe. Like that Try devil's breath or whatever it is, the angel flower, you know, Deitura. So you get a yeah. bit of that shit. Yeah. And then you cook it down, blow it in a few people's face, tell them, like, oh, you want to suck my dick? No, I don't want to suck your dick. And you're like, yeah, do a bit of that in the <laughs> Haitian places where the voodoo's going down. Because they reckon that might have something to do with that kind of crazy magic shit that they can do. Yeah. It might have something to do with... Like left Beats and shit. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure how scientifically studied that shit is, but there is a Vice documentary on Devil's Breath, and it's fucking. The stories are trippy themselves, but they don't really show you anything. Didn't conclusive. I tell you this a few episodes ago about voodoo, and you were like, "Oh, that sounds sort of made up." Yeah, but it's like it's like the Daytura could have this legit effect where people are robbing their own house. Yeah. Like, hey, come, let me into your house. Yeah, what's the, your key card yeah. number and shit? And they just give it to him. I saw a thing where Sean Connery went to some fucking voodoo thing in Louisiana and it was heaps spooky and shit. Like, it was in a Bond movie, so. <laughs> but it was fucking, um, yeah, they're up to some weird shit. But I agree, that fucking shit's spooky. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else is spooky? That ghost. So, I would, You hear that? It sounds like the ghost is vaping. That's just, that's just the normal sound of a ghost. They are just vaping. It's just ghost vapor. <laughs> Fuck, imagine if all this vaping was actually unleashing heaps more spirits in the world. <laughs> We'd be in trouble then. We'd need, like, tobacco smoke to neutralize it. So, yeah, I guess I'd um, end up in the Caribbean. I'd be like, fuck the Nazis. But if uh, if you were born there when you were a fucking child and... You don't know what the fuck's going on, and then this fucked up shit starts hitting the fan, and parents are telling you this crack shit, and even if they're not, you're getting fed it by these crazy motherfuckers in your supposed school. Yeah, your crew. Like, oh, this is your school now, and we're just going to measure your skull, and just all this cracked shit. Yeah. I know you've got to leave the class there. <laughs> well, I, g- I agree, fuck. and I hope you now feel a bit more thankful for Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you'll celebrate Aussie, Aussie Day like a true Aussie patriot yeah but I'm, I'm trying I'm still striving against that Nazism sure no I that some I, of the um, no Australian doubt. you know politicians and the way that our government enforces itself upon us and at the whim of yeah, and the, the corporate interests and the little fascists inside each and every one of us yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. when you want a big dog it for your family yep devil and the god raging inside of all of us fuck them all yeah, fuck, <laughs> fuck everybody. <laughs> fuck the Machiavelli your way to the top. Fucking conspire, cheat, lie, steal, uh, pull the wool over the world's eyes, crave power for its own sake, um, <laughs> treat others around you terribly, betray people, uh, take things for granted. Um, that's the sort of lesson, I think. As um, Ving Rhames would say in The Rock. It's Ving Rhames, isn't it? I think so. I'll take pleasure in gutting you, boy. <laughs> I'll stretch you out, boy. <laughs> no, you got to see them for real. Like, yeah, okay. It's almost like, I don't know if they've right, worn the kids before. Me out. Like, me out. Yeah, like, oh, I'm going to stretch you out, dog. And then, like, the kids, like, try and start, like, you know, like, posturing up and shit when they're behind bars. And it's like... Yeah, that's too gross. And they got to ask... say it. they got to ask the kids afterwards, like, what the fuck are you doing? They're, like, behind bars. If you went in there, you're fucking dead. Like, are yeah. you insane? Born behind bars. Yeah, that's enough. That's dirty. <laughs> I'll probably watch a little bit, but we're not here. We're, we're there. Apart from that and all that negative shit I just mentioned, we're about positivity here on the Oh, but yeah, I was seeing it in a positive way as well. You're just like getting to sort of learn a lesson, laugh at these kids learning a lesson because most of them are supposedly way. coming out and getting a good thing out of it. And then while yeah. they're getting taught this lesson, they 
I wasn't really taking pleasure in the crying bits. I was more getting the pleasure out of the ones that you can't help. Yeah. Or, like, the ones that have... You know, like, it's it's sad because, like, it could be, like, a kid that just has a croc problem and maybe a curfew issue, and you're like, oh, that's not even really that bad. And then they're just not intelligent enough to argue properly yet. The Americans have those crazy disciplinary camps where they take the kids in the night and, like, take them, fly them away to Utah at boot camp. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Um, crazy. So, yeah, that thing's always kind of... But imagine me. if you had that degree of intelligence, like, where it's a bit special to be like, oh, if you're, like, fucking no, you'd be a third of your age with this in- yeah. amazing intelligence, but, like... Or insight into how shit works it'd be so cool to just be like so calm to these dudes not letting them like letting them spit in your face not being intimidating then just being like yeah but like i'm gonna move to a state where this is completely legal and i just think i messed up because i did it too early i was gonna oh i'm gonna do it all right <laughs> and just like actually legitimately be like the laws in this state are wrong and all I, that shit. Like, I feel like it wouldn't be a good forum to play that because you'd still be this little kid and they they'd wouldn't be like, put you on tv they'd be no. like, or they'd be like shut your mouth boy kind of thing um and then no. start telling you like, what did you do you to mom i don't have a mama i don't have a mama you hit your mama I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. Well, yeah. So it's, it's, make them cry. Just, it's like, it's because it's boot camp. That's the objective is basically to break them. Yeah. So that they can build them back up. But you'd want to go and speak truth to power, as it were. Yeah. Because yeah. that's too simple. Like, obviously, it doesn't help everyone. And then the, that's why, like, I kind of enjoyed it in some ways. Because, like, like, that one kid that might not get it, it's almost like. <laughs> They're, they're ma- it's like them showing you them making a super criminal as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, this kid don't take no motherfucking shit. And then he, like, leaves the things. Like, and then fuck the, these motherfuckers. The prisoners sort of probably respect him a bit more because if he's less of a bitch as well. <laughs> like, you did good, kid. <laughs> That's sort of in the back of my head because they're not allowed to on camera, obviously. Yeah. But I kept thinking, yeah, like, one of these guys is going to come out and, like, catch up with one. Like, you know I didn't mean that, right? I just had to do it on camera. I know you were blood, you were blood. Uh, yeah. Because, like, some of them will be, like, gang-banging. So they like, gang-bang or some shit. And then, like, they'll go in. They're like, you're blood, huh? I'm a crip. What you gonna do now? I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's fucking intense, bro. Yeah, yeah sorry to rip it three times in the episode. <laughs> guys, but I've been fucking non-stop plowing that no, shit. I know. It gets in your brain, right? Lines into it. It's just like, that's my new thing. It's going to be gone in a week, you know? Yeah. Well, I don't think I need to watch a show now. That's it. It's more evocative than any of the things the show could give me, I think. So. Fuck. You have to see some of these motherfuckers right, like Keyshawn and LaRonda and all yeah. this fucking shit. And Pablo. <laughs> yeah, Pablo and fucking yeah. Miguel. And yeah, yeah, Miguel and, uh, and Mike. Yeah, there's a few Stone and Mike. And, yeah, Alonzo. Yeah, yes, but it was Alonzo. Yeah. Wang Chung. Uh, not, I'm not sure if I saw any Asianics. Caesar Nakatomi. Nah, you lost me. <laughs> I think he got lost. Um, somewhere between here and the hills of Hollywood. All right, well, I don't know. What do you reckon? That's been... I think we've covered quite a bit of shit. You got any uh, pimp tunes this week? Or I what? don't. I've just been working so hard. I'll really try and get some for you soon. I've been trying to bring the chat. Sorry, I haven't been bringing the tunes. Yeah, me also. So hopefully I can make out some new bangers that are a bit more poppy. But <coughs> this week I think I'm just going to drop a instrumental on the more fucking track All right. I was going to use for a Snake Eyes beat probably sometime but I've heard it's got a bit of a twinge of a Bad Boys theme to it like Bad Boys-esque with the steel drums and shit but you know I'm not going to blow my own fucking dick because um, sometimes my shit just sounds like Fruity Loops so <laughs> no well I mean you're in the Caribbean after fleeing from the Nazis so it makes perfect sense yeah man we always try to make that shit congruent mm, yep so here it is recorded in uh, Montego congruent like a triangle yeah like a triangle Illuminati confirmed Illuminati confirmed you ever notice how triangles fit inside other triangles oh shit 
and Michael Jordan running the triangle offense and shit. Number 23, Jim Carrey did that movie about the number 23. 23 is when you become enlightened in the Masonic culture. Really? Oh, fuck. They're what? running twin triangles in the offense and no one can beat them. What if the twin towers were actually twin triangles? That would explain how they fell down, like they were being <laughs> fucking demolished. Yeah, those isosceles motherfuckers, you know? But anyway, do you want to get a, get slapping on this motherfucker before I get shot through my motherfucking window? Let's ride. Uh, peace out, guys. See you, though.